Capital coverage comes from Rocky Mountain Community Radio. Colorado's legislative session is winding down, and in these final weeks, two of the major policy goals are unraveling. Benta Berkland talks to State House reporters about the dynamics at play and their ramifications as part of our Capital Conversation series. I'm here with Ed Sealover, a reporter with the Denver Business Journal, and John Frank with the Denver Post. Let's start with transportation, getting more money for local and statewide infrastructure projects, transit. This has been the top priority for legislative leaders in both parties and for the governor. A bill to send a sales tax increase to voters cleared the Democratic House, and it cleared its first Senate committee. But Republican Senate President Kevin Grantham of Canyon City now says he doesn't have enough GOP support to get this bill out of the final Finance Committee on Tuesday. Ed, this isn't entirely surprising given the makeup of this committee, but I think a lot of people hoped that Grantham would be able to get the bill to the floor where it could pass. It is his chamber. He's the president. He's the sponsor of the bill. What is most surprising is Grantham's inability to wrangle his own caucus on this. Uh, I think you always saw people like Senator Tim Neville, maybe the most conservative member of the Senate, was going to vote against this. But getting someone like Jack Tate, who is a very pro-business senator in most cases, to not be able to go with the wishes of the business community and get this out to a vote of the people is a bit surprising. What you're going to end up with is no transportation funding solutions coming out of this session, and you're going to end up with people really scrambling in 2018 if a ballot measure does not pass in November, try to figure out how to address this crisis. And John, it's been a long time since we've had a Republican leader in the legislature like Grantham saying, we need a tax increase and I'm going to stick my neck out here. You know, you could arguably say, hey, we're just sending it to voters. But for a lot of Republicans, that still felt like backing a tax increase. Is there any way this can get out of committee on Tuesday? The talk of a tax increase was a pretty significant political shift. Right now, with the three Republicans on this Republican-controlled committee saying they will vote against the bill, there's kind of three scenarios. Uh, One, one of those Republicans flips their vote, which could happen. Two, Democrats would have to reconsider some other transportation funding mechanisms that they've previously said no to. These would be bonding off of existing CDOT revenues of gas tax money, money that the Transportation Department says it needs to maintain the roads we have. Or the third option is going to the ballot as soon as this November. The Contractors Association and the coalition behind this push for this bill have already drafted at least six different versions of ballot measures, and they're trying to figure out which one to go the ballot with. The next step will be to collect signatures on petitions for those. So we'll see one of those is very close to this transportation bill, almost a mirror of it. So we could still see something on the ballot. There's another pretty complex big bill going through the state house. It's in limbo now. Discussions have fallen apart a little bit. It would put some money towards transportation. It does a lot of other things. A main goal is to prevent cuts for hospitals. Ed, talk about this measure. Senate Bill 267 is one of the most elaborate plans to hit a number of areas in the state budget. It would sell state buildings and lease them back to the government uh, using the proceeds from those sale to pay for about a one point 
$1.3 billion bonding measure, a lot of which would be focused on rural highways. It would also take the hospital provider fee out from underneath the state's revenue cap, which would free up money and allow that provider fee uh, revenue to stay whole and not endanger the possibly 12 rural hospitals that could close with this cut in funding. It also would ask for 2% across the board cuts in all parts of the state budget. It is so many things to so many people that it is unlikely to go anywhere. The The biggest sticking point is that Sonnenberg, Jerry Sonnenberg, the sponsor of this, wants to bring down the revenue cap for the government. The Democrats have no interest in bringing down the cap. They say they need that extra money to spend on roads and schools. And because of that, that's likely going to kill this bill around the time that House Bill 1242 crashes as well. If both these bills fail, as Ed suggests, it would be a significant blow to legislative leaders who stake their political capital on both measures and the governor who's tried to seek a compromise on both these issues for the past three years. Thanks, John Frank with the Denver Post, Ed Sealover with the Denver Business Journal. I'm Benta Berkland, and this is Capital Conversation.